Good morning. I hope everyone is doing fantastic today. The weather is definitely uh, gorgeous out there. A little windy for some of you, but I don't have long hair, so I don't have to worry about all that mess. But we're going to begin in worship. We're so glad to see you here. Let's all stand and sing, There is a Fountain. That's a good song to open up worship with right there. Let's sing, When I Surveyed the Wondrous Cross. Sacrifice. 
Good morning. Welcome to Rosebar Baptist Church. It is good to see you guys. Seems like I haven't been here in forever. I missed one Sunday, and it seems like it's been forever. But it's good, good to see everybody. Glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Ain't it great to come in and not have to have coats and gloves and all that kind of thing? It's just it's it's getting to be spring. It is spring, I guess, and it's just a wonderful time. But we're glad to see you here. If you're visiting with us, we're we're glad you've chosen to, to worship with us today and uh, just want to make yourself feel at home. We do have uh, guest cards if you want to fill one of those out so we can get to know you better. That'd be great. And, uh, but it is good to see everybody. Brother Justin is still on vacation this week or this Sunday, so uh, continue to pray for him and his family. Uh, they will be back with us soon. But uh, I will be uh, with you today. So, but uh, we are, as you can see, we will be having the Lord's Supper later on in the service. Uh, just an exciting time, an exciting day. As we're here to proclaim the Lord's death uh, in, through the observance of the Lord's Supper. So, uh, but it is good to see you. Hey, you know what? We have a memory verse, right? We got a memory verse. Mr. Jimmy, you did an awesome job last week. I watched you on Facebook. You did a good job. And uh, he actually explained the whole thing. I don't even have to talk about it anymore, right? No, he did good. Hey, and if you are on Facebook, welcome. Good to have you with us. And thank you for uh, tuning in with us. I need a card, though. Look at there. Somebody's taking care of me, taking care of me. I don't want my grammar. You know I don't. I don't want to show anybody up. No, I do need the card. I'm sorry. Uh, I've been working on it, though, trying to. Do you need the card is the question. Oh, ooh, she's calling me out. All right, but it is. If you haven't got one of these cards, this is our, our memory verse for the month of April. And uh, it's, it's an exciting verse because it kind of goes in with Easter as we, as we end up the month here later on. Uh, but I want to encourage you to get one of these green cards. They're at the doors. Take that home with you. Try to memorize it. Try to, and, and not just memorize it so you can say, ha, ah, ha, I memorized it. No, no. Memorize it so you can sink it deep into your heart. What did the, what did the Bible say? The Bible said to hide God's word in your heart. And that's what he wants us to do. So that it's always there when we're ready, when we need it. We can pull it out. But anyway, this, this month's verse, I'm going to read it to you. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And that's what we're going to be celebrating here just next week, actually. Jesus' resurrection from the dead. The grave couldn't hold him. Death couldn't stop him. He is alive today, and this is just an exciting time. We should be excited about that. It'll make you holler if you're not careful. So we see that. He says, but blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy, he has enough mercy for each and every one of us. It's not, we, if we got what we deserve, it would be bad. 
Let me say it again. It would be bad. But he did. He is so gracious to us. He has abundant mercy. No matter what we've done, no matter what we're doing, no matter what we're going to do, he has enough mercy to cover us. And only Jesus can do that. And so we just praise him and thank him for that. So grab a card and, and hide it deep in your hearts and use it each and every day. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank you. We thank you for the many blessings of the day. We thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy. I pray, God, as we go throughout the remainder of this day that you, will, uh, that you will just meet here with us. You'll join us. You'll take control of this time. We thank you for those that are working in the nursery and those that are being in the children's church. Lord, we thank you for our Sunday school hour. Lord, I pray, God, that you will take everything that we experience here today and that you will help us to apply it to our lives and use it as we go out into this world and that we can share the love, your love, uh, with others. Lord, help us get excited. Help us to be excited. And help us to know why we're excited. It's because of what you, you did through your son on the cross. And we just praise you and thank you for that. We thank you for our worship team and ask now that you just continue to anoint them and bless them and use them for your glory. And it's in your blessing we pray. And everybody said, amen. Let's all stand in enthusiastically worship God with In Christ Alone. alone my hope is found he is my light my strength my song this cornerstone this solid ground firm through the fiercest drought and storm what heights of love what depths of peace when fears are still striving cease my comforter my all in all here in the love of Christ I stand in Christ alone of God in helpless faith, this gift of love and righteousness, scorned by the ones he came to save, till on that cross as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied for every sin.
this time when the kids come forward and head off to Children's Church, we're going to worship with Who You Say I Am.
Dear Heavenly Father, we, we thank you for calling us out, Lord, for making us your people, for saving our souls, Lord. We know that it's only you that can do that work, Lord. You chose us, Lord, to be your children, Lord, we, and we thank you for that. Lord, I prayed this morning as we partake in the Lord's Supper, Lord, that our hearts are clear, Lord, that we know where our faith is at, Lord, that we have confessed all of our transgressions, Lord, and we know that we are worthless without you. Lord, I, I thank you for your grace and your mercy that you pour out on us each and every day, Lord, that we don't deserve. And Lord, I pray that we remember that today, that we remember how great you are and how good you are to us and who we are. Lord, we, we love you, we pray, praise you, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. many of you remember back in the 1970s okay I had to think when when I thought when I thought about this I thought 1970s let's see I was born in 1970 I was like oh my gosh that's 51 years ago do you realize the 70s were 50 years ago oh my word it should only be like 20 or 30. But who, who remembers that back in the 1970s, there was a TV show, and this TV show was a real popular show. Uh, it was one of those good, wholesome family shows, and it was one of those types of shows that, you know, in 22 minutes, a problem was presented, a problem was made worse, a problem was, was worked on, and then the problem was fixed. Life at its best, right? Man, isn't it great? Well, there's a TV show back in the 1970s, and let's see here. Uh, probably this group right in here may not remember it very much. Lady back there, I don't know, probably maybe not. Some of you right in here, oh yeah, you're going to know it. The Brady Bunch. What? Wow, that's awesome. I did not know that. Carol? Wow. I don't know her real name, but there you go, that's right, I do remember that now. only reason I remember it is because when I was a kid, now I don't remember watching it prime time because it was on, you know, at, when I was like four, <laughs> so I don't remember it prime time, but I do remember it on Nick at Night. Anybody remember Nick at Night? Yeah, Nickelodeon. I remember coming home even after school every day watching the Brady Bunch in the 80s. So I'm watching rerun after rerun after rerun. And I remember, I've probably seen every single one of them ten times. I'm that kind of guy that could watch that show and I could even talk with them. I know what they're going to say next. But the Brady Bunch was one of those good shows and it was one of those shows that everybody loved and everybody just liked to have. But there was one episode, and, and hang with me, it's going somewhere. There was one episode that the kids decided, now remember there were six kids and there was, they decided to get the parents a anniversary gift, a wedding anniversary gift. Now you may remember this, it's starting to come back to you. There was a, they decided we're going to give them a wedding anniversary gift and they put all their money together, they pulled all their money together and they said, okay, uh, we're going to task Jan 
Right? Remember Jan? She's the middle girl. You remember her? Marcia, Marcia, Marcia. And she was the one. She went to the store to buy the gift. She goes to get the gift, and she's, she picks out the gift. And it's just, this, it's just nice silver serving tray. Not the type that you use. It's the type that you put up on the, the mantle, you know. Well, the, the clerk at the time, the clerk said, hey, you know what would make this even better? Is if you had it engraved, since it's a gift. Oh, my goodness, that's an awesome idea. How much is it? Oh, it's only 85 cents. Well, do it. I don't even have to go back and take a vote on this one. So she did. She, had, she said, put on there, happy anniversary, mom and dad, love Greg, love Marsha, love Peter, Jan, Bobby, Cindy, what was the dog's name? I don't even know. I don't know. But, so, they, yeah, that's great. So they did. They had it done. She said it'll be, it'll be ready on this day. So she goes to pick it up. And guess what? Oh, they don't have enough money to pay for it. She goes, wait a minute, mister. Uh, so-and-so, you, you said it was going to be this amount of money and 85 cents for the engraving. He said it was 85 cents per letter. So the, 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 the silver serving tray ended up being 50-some-odd dollars more than they had. Remember, this is 1972 or something like that. So 50 bucks was, you know, a lot more worth, a lot more than it is now. So they scrambling, trying to find the money. They tried to do everything they could do. They tried to, you know, I don't know what all they did. They, they raided every piggy bank they had. They, they dug between the cushions. They, 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 they even tried to get the money out of Alice, the housekeeper. Nothing worked. But, aha, there was, a, there was a talent show, and the talent show, the, the winning prize was $100. So the kids all got together, they practiced a song. Man, I wish, wish I could remember the song, man. That would be good. But anyway, they, they practiced the song. I do remember the name, though. They said, you've got to have a name. What was your name? It's, it's a, oh, our name of the group is the Silver Platter. Now, the reason I'm home telling you this whole story is, and by the way, they lost the, they lost the, the uh, talent show. They, didn't able, they wasn't able to get the money. Uh, but the store clerk called the house while they were at the show and uh, told mom and dad what was going on. If they didn't pick it up, they're going to get in trouble. And, or not trouble, but they're going to lose it, whatever. So mom and dad had to end up paying for their own anniversary gift, but, which is pretty much the norm, right? Uh, so... But this platter was a reminder of their wedding anniversary. And the kids really thought enough. They said, we want to we remember this event, this anniversary. And so they were able to proudly display it on wherever they displayed it and so they could remember. And that's what we're going to do here today. We're going to remember the Lord's death as we partake of the Lord's Supper here in just a little bit. But we're, we're, but we're like that, right? We want to remember things. We want to remember things all the time. And I can remember growing up as a kid, my mother had all kinds of photo albums. Loved looking through photo albums. This is back in the day when it was on, actually on papers, kids. You could have pictures. And they would put it on there, and you could look through there and flip through there and see yourself as a baby. You could see your big sister and all this stuff. And it just, you relive those moments when you look at pictures, right? Videos, oh man, then videos came out, and it was great. And that's another way to, to remember things. I can remember as Parker, when Parker was a baby, that was back in the day when, you know, you were like the WPSD TV guy. 
when you had this big camcorder, you know, you're chasing the kid around, you know. Ooh, we did that. <coughs> and we still got those old VHS tapes today. We don't have a VCR, but we got VHS tapes of Parker when she was a baby. But you do that so you can remember. So like a memorial. Now you've got cell phones. Mine's down there. You, oh my gosh, you can take thousands of pictures and hours of videos and, and you never develop them and you never do anything with them. But you got them. So you can remember. Now the, I think one of the bigger, I think the big trend now is you do a photo dump, right? At the end of the month, everybody does a photo dump. They let Facebook keep up with their pictures now. That's what you do. So about three, or four, three to five years from now, you get a little memory thing popping up. Oh, 1917, or 1917, 2017. <laughs> Whew, way back. 2017, look, was, this was what was going on. And you go, oh, man, I remember that. How awesome that was. A, what a great time that was. That this is a time to remember. And that's what we want to look at today. What are we remembering? through the Lord's Supper. So as we're, we're here, to, you know, getting ready to observe the Lord's Supper here in a little bit, but I want to share with you something that I came across or God laid on my heart, or uh, I like to think he did. And But we are going to remember what Jesus did for you and me. That's what we're going to be doing. When we observe the Lord's Supper, we're remembering what Jesus did. Can anybody read what's on the front of the table? Just read it out loud. What you do in remembrance of me. Jesus says, this is so you can remember. Who would think that we would ever forget what Jesus did for us? But you know what I think is it comes times that it's not that we forget, it's just that it loses its punch. No. I don't know. We take it for granted, maybe? It's just not as, oh, but it was. If you're sitting here today and you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, think back on that day when you prayed and asked Jesus to come into your heart. I can remember that. I was 17 years old. That was the last thing I was worried about at the time, was making Jesus my Savior. After my dad drugged me, well, conned me into going into a revival meeting, God had a plan. He worked it out. Praise God he did. But because that night I accepted Jesus. You talking about living a high. Oh, my goodness. There was no doubt in my mind at that time. Jesus saved me. Why don't I still feel that way all the time now? Why don't I remember? like I should. If you have your Bibles, and I hope you do, or if you're on your phone, with your Bibles on your phone, Bible app, I used to think that was, what, really? And then I have, I've been doing it here lately myself, so. But turn to the book of John, chapter 1. We're going to be start reading in verse 29, beginning verse 29. But to kind of give you a heads, or kind of bring you up to speed here, what John was doing, John was, remember John was out there, he was baptizing people, and he was re, uh, saying repent, and he was doing all these things, and he was making a ruckus, and he was causing a stir. 
The Pharisees at the time didn't like this whole idea. They didn't like what was going on. They didn't like what he was preaching. They didn't think he was doing the, this was just, this was going to, this was wrong. That's what they thought. So the Pharisees sent some priests out there to John and said, John, who are you? Who do you think you are? And John, he was quick to say, I know where you're going with this, and I know what you're going to say next, and I can guarantee you I am not the Christ that I'm preaching. That's what they was wanting. They was wanting just one other, one other thing. So they said, well, who are you then? Are you Elijah? Are you the prophet? And he said, look, I'm just the one that Elijah talked about. I'm the one that's out in the wilderness crying out, asking, telling people to repent and to be baptized. And so that's what he did. So that was kind of the, that was kind of sets us up where we're at right now. So verse 29, it says, The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who is preferred before me. For he was before me. I did not know him, but then he, or I, I did not know him, but then uh, he should be revealed to Israel. He said, I didn't know him other than he was going to be revealed. He said, therefore, I came baptizing with water. And John bore witness, saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he remained upon him. I did not know him, but he, was, uh, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, Upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit, and I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. He said, I'm not the Son of God. I'm not who you think I am. I'm not, I'm not trying to be somebody I'm not. What did he say, first of all, verse, back in verse 29? He said the next day he saw, him, saw Jesus coming down the road, and what did he do? He said, Behold! This is the guy. This is the one you need to put your focus on. This is the one you need to pay attention to. It's not me. He said, focus on this guy. Behold, look. Pay attention to him, he says. He said, because he's the Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God. And all these people knew what that meant. At this time period, when, they, when you said the Lamb of God, they understood what this lamb meant, what this lamb represented. He, the lamb was a sacrificial lamb. They understood that. They've heard the stories. They've gone through the process. They've, they've done all these things. They knew. So when he said, behold, look, pay attention, focus on him, he's the lamb of God. He's the one. Because they remembered. They knew they knew what happened. They heard all the stories back from when, way back in the days when the Israelites were held captive and they were in bondage of sin, in, uh, or the, in the bondage of slavery. And they knew that what it took to get out of that. Remember that story? Remember when God said, hey, Moses, go to the Pharaoh. Tell him about the plagues that's going to happen if he doesn't let my people go. And he went through all of them. He went through, he went through the, turning the, the river into, uh, into blood. He went through, the, uh, went through the, the, the frogs and the flies. and the, uh, He went through the, the darkness. He went through the, uh, the, the, the diseases, the boils. Uh, the, the, not in that particular order, but 
He went through all those plagues, and, but it finally took one last plague. The death of the firstborn. And the only way, God told him, he said, the only way the death angel's not going to stop at your house is if you sacrifice a lamb and take the blood and put it over the doorpost, up and over the doorpost of your house. And that's when the death angel will pass over your house. Where have we heard that word before, Passover? We're getting ready to experience Easter coming up next week, right? That's Passover. They understood what that meant, the Lamb of God. They understood, they, 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 they remembered the stories, they heard the stories. They understood that the Lamb of God meant it was a sacrificial lamb and that he, behold, the Lamb of God, the sacrifice. They remember the story of Isaac, when he, or, or Abraham, when he took Isaac up on the mountain to sacrifice him. And what did God do? He provided a sacrifice. He provided a ram, an animal. He remember, they remember the stories of Adam and Eve whenever they, they sinned. And the only way out, they, they, out of that is, was to, an animal had to be sacrificed to cover them up. They remembered this. They remember, so when, whenever John says, behold, the Lamb of God, this is the sacrificial lamb. They understood what this meant. They got it. He was the Lamb of God. But he keeps going, he says, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Remember, he takes away. Now, what they're talking about here, this is not just necessarily uh, he goes up there and decides which sins to take away from us. No. When we say this is the Lamb of God who takes away, it's not just he takes it away and abracadabra, hope, focus, snap of a finger, it's gone. No, he, what he's doing is he's actually taking it up, it upon himself. Jesus has taken the sin of the world, your sin, my sin, upon himself. He takes it away. He takes it upon himself. He bears the sin. He bears the punishment of the sin. That's what he's doing. John says, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin. Did you see that? Did you catch that? It doesn't say the sins. It says the sin. He's saying it's all combined in one. He didn't pick and choose, oh, that's not a, such a bad sin. You can, that's okay. You're going to be all right with that one. This one's okay. No, he didn't. He said it's all sin. It's all, he took it all and combined it upon himself, and he takes it away. He takes it upon himself. He, buries, or he bears it upon himself. The sin as a whole. We feel guilty whenever we do a little sin. Could you imagine what Jesus was experienced that day, that night on the cross, that day on the cross? With all the sin of the world upon him? That's what we're remembering today. We wasn't even alive. We wasn't even thought about. But guess what? I truly believe your name was on Jesus' mind. I believe Jesus was thinking about us just as much as anybody else. He was thinking about Michael Woolley and all the sin in his life and what he has done. I'll take it. I'll bear it. That's what we're remembering today. John says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin 
of the world. Not just certain people. Not just the ones that go to church. Not just the ones that give the most money. Not just the ones that dress the nicest. Not the ones that look the nicest, the, the, the holier than thou's. No, he did it for the world, the sin of the world. This is anybody and everybody. It doesn't matter who they look like, what they do, what they smell like, nothing. It's anybody that says, yes, I want to be a save me God, save me God. That's what we're remembering today. We're proclaiming the Lord's death. Why did he have to die? For this very reason also. That he could take the punishment for our sin. Sin of the world. So that we can have access to the Father. We can spend eternity to the Father. With the Father. In heaven. So when you stop to think, what are we remembering? We're remembering what Jesus did for you and me. I'm going to ask the deacons to come up now and the elders as well. If you'd come, deacons stand before the table. Elders, you can sit here on the pew. We're about to partake of the Lord's Supper. The book of 1 Corinthians, verses 26, 27, it says, For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. That's what we're doing here today. As we remember what we're doing. Yeah, you may be seated. Sorry. As you remember, and as we partake of this, this supper, this Lord's Supper, we're doing it, we're proclaiming the Lord's death. Now, we, we don't like to talk about death. Death scares us. We, you know, we don't like death. It hurts us. But Jesus had to die for you and me. He had to take our punishment. Did he have to? Could he have gotten out of it? He asked, remember in the garden? He asked Jesus, or he asked God, please, if, it, if there's any other way, God, take this cup away from me. But if it be your will, then so be it. That's what we're remembering today. That's what we're proclaiming, the Lord's death. We're not going out to tell the world that our God is dead. No, we're proclaiming the Lord's death. We're saying, Jesus, God's son, took my punishment for my sin so that I could spend eternity with God. And you can tell people he can do the same for you. He wants to do the same for you. He's willing to do the same for you. Verse 27 says, Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. We, we gather here today, and it says, he says, if anybody takes it in an unworthy manner. Now, I can remember growing up and, 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 and remembering that, oh my gosh, should I be taking the Lord's Supper today? 
I did something wrong this morning. I did something wrong yesterday. I sinned just last. I sinned. I shouldn't even be taking it. That's really not what Jesus, what God, or what uh, Paul was trying to tell him. Paul was trying to tell him, like, don't be coming in here all just like, oh well, nothing willy nilly, just another service. No, we need to make sure our focus. We need to behold the Lamb of God while we're here today. We need to focus on what we're doing. We need to focus on remembering what Jesus did for you and me. We need to be here. We need to be in a worthy manner. We need to be taking, partaking of this in a worthy manner. This is not just another meal, which was the common of the day back in that time. This is not just something we do just because we're a Christian. No, we do this because we remember what Jesus did on the cross for us. Remember, we recently have been using the, the little cup that's got the, the wafer and the, and the juice all in one. So it's, we're still doing that. So it's going to take a little effort on your part. But that's okay. Also here at Rose Bower, we welcome anyone to take this as long as they have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And so if you or a believer, you are welcome to take this with us. If you're not, I want you to watch. If you've never put your faith in Jesus Christ, I want you to watch what you're, and observe what you're going to see here today. As we proclaim the death of the Lord through observing this Lord's Supper so that we can remember what he did for us. Deacons, five deacons, please come. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 25, or 24, rather, he says, And when he, Jesus, had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank you. We thank you for this opportunity to proclaim your death to remember what you've done for us on the cross. And Lord, I pray now that you will help us. Help us to be courageous and bold and to share this with others as well. Not just in these four walls, but out in this world.
haven't already, I, I feel the crinkling. You peel off the top layer, just the plastic film only, and it will expose the wafer. So go ahead and do that if you haven't. Take the wafer. Remember what he said. He said, this is my body. Take and eat and do this in remembrance of me. Peel back the foil easily, carefully. And he said, in the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Bible says afterwards they sang a hymn they went out to the Mount of Olives and that's what we're going to do here today how he's going to come lead us in a song familiar song we're going to sing we're going to go out this is not just a normal remembrance that's what we're here for we're, we're remembering what Jesus did take it with you share it with others Proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. There'll be a waste basket on your way out. You can drop your cup in. Thank you for being here. You'll be dismissed after we sing. This won't stand.
are dismissed.